0: She interviewed massage therapist uh, Nia Lewis, who's one of the 22 accusers, and this is what Nia said, and she says, I quote, the only thing that really bothered me in the first appointment was that he kept asking me to go inside his butt. I was just so confused, Lewis told Tasha K. Normally with any of my clients, I'll stop at the lower thigh, but he keep asking me to go inside. I originally thought it was the crack, and so I would go around that area, and he still wasn't satisfied. He was very adamant it wasn't, it was saying, don't be afraid to go inside. Yo, what's good, your boy, sop This is KTSE App Live, episode 95 with myself and uh, the Tech Messiah. Shout out to Marcus Sniffles and El Chopper there out this week. We're going to jump right into it as the breaking news of the devil himself, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> has decided to unretire and come back with his 23rd season in the NFL to reign terror amongst the NFC South, as I unfortunately were for the Atlanta Falcons, and we thought we had a chance of winning the division with probably like six wins because the division is in disarray uh, with... Pretty much no talent at a quarterback, with the exception of Matt Ryan. But now Tom Brady said, Oh, my dear, I'm coming to punish the Falcons even the more than he already has throughout his career. Like, I don't think that Matt Ryan, even though it's not a real stat, I don't think Matt Ryan, as the leader of the Falcons, has ever beat Tom Brady on multiple teams. So the one time I've seen him play in real life, he lost the the uh, Patriots. So. Yep. And then also there's word that the New Orleans Saints are possibly making a big push at Deshaun Watson at quarterback. So if that happens, then you can go go ahead and pencil us in for that top five uh, pick in 2023. Uh, hashtag Roll Tide. What are your thoughts, Tech?
1: You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I actually feel kind of good about things. Uh, for Like it's weird because when he retired, I was like, well, dang, like, who do I have to hate now? And then I was like, well, dang, you know, actually, I didn't hate Tompa Bay, Tom, so I'm I'm happy. I'm happy he's coming back. Um, I don't know how they're going to do things. I mean, um, like, I know that they're not like up to the cap, but they, they have a whole bunch of free agents, like. Across the board. I think they'll still be a playoff team. I don't think there's a chance that they're still a Super Bowl contender. Well, never mind, they're in the NFC. So in the NFC, Seattle's done. Um, you're going to have <clears throat> LA, the, the uh, Rams, and of course, the 49ers. So I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess they still have good chances, of course, to make the playoffs um how much of a splash they'll make in the playoffs i don't know they'll win your division with ease. um like y'all yeah. and the weird thing is i just had a conversation with somebody on my way home from work and i just want to clarify and this is the difference in a lot of things did you know tom brady was only making like eight million dollars a year last
0: year i mean i know when he was in uh New England, he would take pay cuts, but yeah, he'd make like
1: 14, 16, sometimes 20, 8 million. So he's doing this in order for his teammates to load and hoard on talent. And like, I was like, you know, I think this is the same issue with Matt Ryan. Like, bro, you've made a lot of money in your career, take a lower deal, let these people get paid. But that's my point. I I think they'll still be a playoff team. Um, even with if they would have had Trask and freaking uh Gabbard, I still think they were going to be contenders in y'all's division just because the Panthers are done. I don't know how New Orleans keeps doing this with the money and the Falcons are done, so it's just like
0: they'll win your division easily. Well, speaking of Matt Ryan, they actually the Falcons did uh restructure Matt Ryan's con- contract, um, so he is going he's scheduled to make 23.75 million dollars according to ajc.com um his cap number prior to restructure was 48.6 million dollars so they're they're definitely uh kind of you know setting the, the runway for us to you know move on from him and again hashtag roll tide you know bright show <laughs> hopefully that we'll be trash enough to get a swing at that. That guy, because that guy is legit from what I saw last year. So but yeah, I mean, I guess my initial thoughts is like Tom Brady must really hate his family. Because like, dog, what do you have left to prove? Like you've literally done everything. You've made NFL history umpteenth times. I think you've beaten every team in the league, to include the team that you've played for. You have you have hand handful of Super Bowl titles. You've been an MVP, like I don't. You're rich beyond belief. Like you're rich. Your wife is rich. I mean, I I get it. I know people have that passion and that that will to win, that fire in them. But like that, it's kind of scary because like this can go one of two ways, right? He can come back and still play at the same level, or he could fall off a cliff. Now again, I think he kind of has the battery in his back because a couple years ago, infamously. Um, Max Kellerman kind of predicted that he would fall for Cliff, and then he went on to win, like, at least one Super Bowl after that, right? So it's one of those things where I get it, like, you, you're you kind of the, the ultimate underdog, but fam, you're 44, 45 years old. You're rich. What are you doing? Like, I get it. If you have that passion, you have the desire to compete, bro, go play flag football. You'll still get the a ball around. Nah, man,
1: look, he's still playing at a very high level. He should have won the MVP. Bro, he should have been the MVP of the league. Like, he he had a great year last year. He led the league in passing at 4,900 years old. Like, he's still playing at a high level. Whatever HGH they're pumping him with and those chambers and all that other stuff he does, the dude can still ball.
0: So shout out to King Quest in the chat. He says no more Bama players. Falcons fans, we have to solve this narrative that Bama players are the root of the problems for the Atlanta Falcons franchise. Yes, Calvin Ridley probably did one of the dumbest things you could do as an NFL player, getting caught betting on NFL games. Julio left, which, I mean, he wasn't wrong. He wanted to play for a contender, which he did, because the Falcons, if you haven't been paying attention, are terrible. And they will continue to be terrible for the foreseeable future. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be. But like nah we we'd be a fool not to look at talent at Alabama if we had the opportunity to get it. Like there might be some opportunities to get uh what Michi from Alabama. I think he's hurt, but I mean at this point, beggars can't be choosers. Like they got they got cats like me running around in the wide receiver room right now. So we can't we can't act like we're above top tier talent when our starting wide receiver who might get plucked is Russell Gage. Right. So let let's stop we'll stop doing that. Riggs Riggs from the Raiders. You talking about rugs?
1: Yeah, he's probably talking about rugs.
0: Rugs. Yeah, that was NFL a one-off Ruggs. deal.
1: I mean, he was drinking and driving
0: 150
1: miles an hour. Um, yeah. You still have Smith who bought out. You have Cooper who was just traded. Julio, um, an all-time great in the league, like Alabama puts out talent.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. You can't cap on that. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that happens. I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna knock his hustle for that. But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting, man. I just. It's going to be crazy though, because, like, to be honest, Brady should have left after he won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Like, that would have been like the perfect storybook ending to a Hall of Fame, first battle Hall of Fame career. But again, like, I don't know, these demons just you have to fight continuously. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ryan
1: Clark said his kids must be bad as hell.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, I I mean, that could be a thing. Like, that is a thing. Like, I'm not a parent, but I know there are some parents who, like, yo, uh, specifically like the male parents like the one or two times that they have to watch the kids are like yo how do you do this every day you know what i'm saying like these kids are monsters but again like you're rich though I feel like you could send them to like summer camp or something like that if they were that bad but I don't know like you could play flag football there's other ways to the, the to kind of kind of get that fix of your competitiveness right you know you don't have to be 45 getting hit by 300 pound men and have them fall on your chest and like I can only imagine what Tom Brady's body's going to feel like when he's like 55, you know what I'm saying? Which isn't too far down the road, which shouldn't be too old for people. But I mean, just a side note, you saw that recently Deion Sanders had a surgery. Uh, Cause I think he has some sort of clots in his leg and he had to have like two of his toes amputated, like his big toes amputated on his, uh on both of his legs. So it's like, Oh yeah. And I was like, Deion Sanders wasn't like the most physical player in the NFL. He wasn't like hitting people, but I mean, even though Tom Brady doesn't get hit that much that that still wears on you. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, he's making the right decision for himself, for his family, but I, I just, I just don't get it, man. That dude is different. He, he's a different dude. You know, I, I respect that. But again, I hope, I hope that Brady pack watch isn't going up week one. I hope that he's not looking like he's, you know, uh, Drew Brees his last couple of years in the league. Like he must know something, you know, but you know, God bless him. God bless him for helping the Falcons potentially get a top five draft pick next year because it's about to be scary season. This man is still legit because that roster is still pretty damn good. So, and, and kind of staying on sports transition to Deshaun Watson. So, yeah. So, Deshaun Watson is not facing any criminal charges. And I saw a couple of the homies on Twitter kind of saying that like, yo, you know, y'all need to apologize to Sean Watson. And a lot of men were like, oh, yeah, you need to apologize to Sean Watson. Um, but we all have to have the understanding that I get it. There are women that unfortunately make up things about men and tell stories about men, you know, shout out to women's history month, you know, and we understand they're not held to an equal standard when it comes to making false claims. However, Having no criminal charges filed against you doesn't mean there was no crime committed, right? So classic example, O.J. Simpson was found not guilty of murdering his wife and his wife's husband or strange boyfriend or whatever. Now, we all know <laughs> that there's a high probability that he did those things, right? But he was found not guilty. But that doesn't mean things didn't happen. I get it. <clears throat> that you know hey there weren't any charges filed but if 22 different people say something crazy about me and their stories are all pretty consistent i feel like that there's something going on unless there's like a conspiracy against Deshaun watson which again i'm not saying it's not possible but the probability that there was some misconduct between him and 22 women is higher than the probability of there being no misconduct right so yeah, let's not let's not get on our high horses men and, and feel like that we've been, you know, wrong. Men historically are <clears throat> probably more likely to do the things that Deshaun watson has been accused of doing. Like men are disgusting. That is a fact. So but you know, hopefully he lands on his feet. You know, hopefully he can get past this. Um and, and hopefully I, I think
1: that he probably did do some of the stuff that was mentioned because it was very much detailed. I think it was probably like an agreement or something that was going on because there was stuff about his butt cheeks being spread and okay. <laughs> just, just his pointer thing being in the air. And just It was very descriptive stuff. I think it was probably consensual stuff or, you know, maybe, you know, agreed upon beforehand. And, you know, but I kind of feel like um, it was like a rumor that, the owner did it to kind of sabotage him so he couldn't leave. So I kind of wonder that, like with some of the stuff that's going on with um, Brian Flores and different things like that, you know, these owners aren't to be trusted anyway. So who knows? He may this did some digging around, found out that Deshaun really likes going into these parlors. This was blown way out of proportion. My whole thing was you did have an owner that was caught red handed in a parlor Quickly swept under the rug in you know, Bob Kraft or Robert Kraft, and nobody cares about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is like with him, it was yeah, instantly condemning him and stuff like that. And it's like people do that. You know, at the end of the day, in the in the court of public opinions, you know you're guilty until you're proven innocent. So I'm glad another young brother is exonerated. Hopefully, he can get a new t- on a new team, get the heck up out of um get the heck up out of Uh, Houston, Texas.
0: Well, so, and and this is the quote, and again, exonerated, you know, with air quotes. And again, yes, I understand that Robert Kraft was caught doing wild stuff, but he's also an extremely rich, rich, old white man. So we understand the double standard goes there with being old and white and also being rich. So uh, those two things coupled together are essentially superpowers in America. Uh, But there's the interview with the YouTube personality, Tasha Kaye. She interviewed massage therapist uh, Nia Lewis, who's one of the 22 accusers, and this is what Nia said, and she says, I quote, the only thing that really bothered me in the first appointment was that he kept asking me to go inside his butt. I was just so confused, Lewis told Tasha K. Normally with any of my clients, I'll stop at the lower thigh, but he keep asking me to go inside. I originally thought it was the crack, and so I would go around that area, and he still wasn't satisfied. He was very adamant it wasn't, it was saying, don't be afraid to go inside. Yeah. So, it, again, that's a, that's a wild lie to get on a big platform to say. Because I feel like if it was something to be combated, like you're like, yo, yeah, well, like, I'm a counter to you for like defamation of character, which might have happened, but I haven't seen these stories like that. So, again, I'm sure all these women got a nice uh, settlement check, right? And then they're going to go about their lives, probably sign some NDAs and things of that nature. But um, hopefully he doesn't land the NFC South, which there's a good possibility he could, which, again, it's kind of a win-win for us because the Falcons weren't going to be good anyways next year. You know what I'm saying? At the best, they win six games, right? But now there might be a built-in excuse why we're trashed because Tom Brady came back, so that's already two L's. And then if Deshaun Watson were to come play for the Saints, because they still have a pretty good roster, you though they have cat issues. Um, I mean, like I said, we we lost to their third-string quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, <laughs> future Falcon Bryce Young. Hopefully we can make that happen. But it's definitely been a wild, wild week in sports, man. Just everything keeps going crazy. Apparently Kaepernick's making mixtapes. Sadie's still out here ready to go brother, that ship is sailed. Like, I get it. And I was thinking there may be a shot with the whole uh, Brian Flores situation because everybody thought initially he would be blackballed from the league uh, with his allegations against, you know, multiple NFL teams, kind of giving him dummy interviews. But he was picked up by the team that created the ruling rule, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, again, I know their coach has enough, you know, cachet to be able to make a move like that. And right now they are without a quarterback, right? So, I, what's the worst that could happen? I actually think they'll be in on the Deshaun Watson trade. I thought about that too. I, I think I texted the group chat to my future Steeler, but I and also too because they're used to dealing with you know allegedly nasty quarterbacks. So that's that's one thing that they. I mean, they had they had Ben Roethlisberger and they had Vic at one point. So. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like I think you get the blowback until you know you start winning games and throwing touchdowns, and everybody and nobody cares at that point. Like we're very fickle society when it comes to things like that. But yeah, it, it's probably it would probably be cool if you know Mike Tomlin could bring Kaepernick in, you know, to just give him a workout. And I know a lot of people think that ship is sailed, but again, would you rather roll out Colin Kaepernick or fucking Duck Hodges? or Mason Rudolph, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the worst that could happen?
1: I get what you're saying, but it's it's been six years, right? Sure. It's been five or six years. Kaepernick is, and I'm pulling this up real quick, he'll be 35 years old, hasn't played in six years. It's over, man. Like, even if you bring him in for a workout, he hasn't played the game of football in so long it's, it's over, man. Like it's, it's over. And then even when he did play, I mean, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or anything. But I mean, he, he won some very great games and I'm not going to sit here and spew any nonsense about his last year. Like a lot of um people will do. Oh, well he was beat out by Gabbard or whatever. No, he wasn't. He was hurt at the time. He still put up a good year, the thing was, he was not a very accurate quarterback then. Uh, he had a very strong arm and very strong legs. Being out of the league for six years, how strong are your legs? You know, are you in tip top physical condition like you used to be? Um, can you take a hit from a 250 to 330 pound man still? It's been six years, like. At the end of the day, it's over, and I hope Johnny Manziel is done because he's been out of the league for a long time, too, and he still has substance abuse issues. But, yeah, back to the, the lecture at hand. Yeah, I just – I can't – once Kaepernick took that money from that deal, his career was done. It just is what it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of bring a full circle back to Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady at 44, 45 can do it. If he could take a hit, I'm pretty sure Rick's body would hold up. He has been used but, to taking hits though. But you know I get it, but 44 year old bones are different than six years, years out of the league, man. That's a that's a lie. Well, well time will tell. I, I do agree. I think he's done, but you know, it is what it is. But kind of staying on football. Um, if you listen to the podcast a couple weeks ago, or I think last week. Uh, Marcus made a bold proclamation, which I'm going to play on here so we can get the full context. Um, and we're going to we're going we're gonna to see what, what what he was talking about real quick. Hold on. Let us see. Damn, that's the wrong league. Anyways, let's see. Da, 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 da. scrolling, scrolling. Oh, shit. While well, I'm looking for that. Yo, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. I forgot. I forgot. There's so many things that have happened this week. Like, yeah. So the Broncos, they they literally they sold their soul for Russell Wilson. And I don't know if that was a good move or a bad move. Like Russ is great. But I think maybe he might have been a product of a team that had a great defense that I'm not saying carried him, but they they allowed him to kind of be the face of that team, whereas again in that Super Bowl win against the Broncos, I feel like I could have won. I could have been a Super Bowl quarterback with that defense because they were they were going nuts in that game. Um, but yeah, hopefully that works out for them. They did give up the house, so I know they have high expectations. But again, this could go one of two ways: <laughs> it could be really good, or it could be really bad. I mean, the good I-
1: thing. Now, I do disagree with you in this point. Russell Wilson in the beginning when he won the title, he was more of a game manager, but he actually evolved. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the league, like with ease. Uh, The Broncos roster, I mean, they have three very good receivers. They have an offense that's ready to go. They got some good parts on the defense. And, I mean, I know they're in AFC West, so you'll be battling against the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders. But I feel like with him being in the mix on that team – they're an, they're an instant contender at this point. Now, yeah, you're gonna lose. I know they gave up two first, a second, and something else. And and players, too. They gave up Noah fan. They they gave up some stuff for real. Um, but yeah, it's it's worth it. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a quarterback league. At the end of the day, Teddy Bridgewater was not getting it done. I mean, he's an average quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Which is cool. Um, I know they said that uh, he may be in play for the Colts, which I hope they get him because he's just average. You know, like he's not gonna lose you a game, he's not gonna win you a game. He's a little bit better than a game manager. He can make an occasional big throw, but you you have if you want to compete, you need a quarterback that can make the throws. And now they have three dynamic receivers with a super dynamic quarterback.
0: Yeah, also probably in a a better offensive system. So here's here the words from Marcus Sniffles from uh, episode 94. If the Colts can get any value for Carson Wentz in a trade, I will get a horseshoe tattoo. Because that is an untradable player if I ever saw one. That, cl- well, so I guess at this point, we just need to figure out where the tattoo is going to be placed at. Because <laughs> left <laughs> cheek. Oh. Right cheek. <laughs> Oh my God! Talk about some white privilege right there, boy. Carson Wentz is just out here, just, just chilling, living his life, being you know below average, and you know, it just
1: he, he had a good season up until like the last few weeks, and he had a bad last game. Like, let's not cap. Like, he's not the best quarterback in the league, but he is not the worst quarterback in the league. Even if he goes from the Commanders, he'll still get another job. I mean, he's a younger guy what did he go 26 and 9, 27 and 9 last year? Like that's that's really good. Like a lot of teams would love to have that.
0: Yeah, so let's see. What are they getting back for him? They're getting back some miscellaneous picks. Coast gave a win twenty two for second round there while receiving. Uh, Yada yeah, I don't care. Whatever. They, they got some value for them, so... Uh, yeah, and
1: this is my thing. Now you're stuck with Teddy Bridgewater, Gardner Minshew, potentially Jimmy Garoppolo, Mitch Trubisky. Like, do, do any of them guys make the Colts a better team?
0: Yes, I, I agree, King Quest. We should brand him with the Horseshoe Live on the podcast. <laughs> yep, shout out to them Q-dogs. Yes. Uh. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's kind of slim pickets. And again, I've said this on Twitter. Uh, I've said this to a couple of Steelers fans I know in real life. Like, hey, man, Matt Ryan's from PA. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, throw us like a second and a third. And, you know, you take that contract and uh, everybody wins. I feel like Matt Ryan could operate better in that offensive scheme. They got a good running back. They got good receivers. Their offensive line is kind of trash. But, I mean, they still made it work with Ben Roethlisberger, who clearly was cooked. So, I mean, I think at this point, man, for all the fans that are like, oh, Matt Ryan deserves better, like, send him to a competent franchise. The Steelers are one of the most stable, competent franchises in NFL history. You know what I'm saying? Like, give give that man a shot. I, I do think Jameis Winston would be a, a decent fit for the Steelers, too, to be honest. Like, again, he was playing relatively well before his injuries, and he was 100% going to cook the Falcons had he not got hurt, so – but we still lost to their third string quarterback in the Saints. So it, it really didn't matter, but it's going to be going to be interesting. A lot of interesting storylines. I know a lot of Vegas bets have shifted with Tom Brady coming back into the league. I don't think it's a change much outside of the NFC South. Again, I think that the, the top, the better talented quarterbacks at the top of the the NFC are better than Tom Brady at this point. I know they have a great roster around him, but, Again, this can't go on forever. Like, it's, it's unprecedented, unprecedented what he's doing at this point in his career. And again, kudos to him. But, yeah, it, this can't go on forever. Like, father's time is undefeated. That, that isn't a saying for a reason because it, it's the truth. So, but kind of moving along from sports, pretty disturbing story this week, and especially as, you know, black people. Um, I I saw a little bit of a a Two Americas thing going on, I think I saw on Twitter, but um, director Ryan Coogler, who has directed movies like Food of Station and and famously for the Black Panther series, uh, he was arrested and handcuffed by the police while attempting to take out $12,000 in cash in his checking account, right? So, Looking at a story on vice news.com, it says on January 7th, 2022, Kugler was waiting for a bank employee to complete a transaction when a police officer called out to him and asked him to step away from the counter. According to the police camera body footage obtained and edited by TMZ, a second officer, standing High Kugler, then takes his gun out of his holster before quickly replacing it. Kugler's like, yo, yo, what's going on? Yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? So eventually they figure out the situation, but I guess what got people confused, and I, I think I saw the video, is that Kugler gave the bank teller a note saying, I would like to withdraw $12,000 cash from my checking account. And on the note, Coogler passed the teller to read, please do the money counter somewhere else. I'd like to be discreet. So I could see where some people would kind of pick that apart, saying like, yo, that's mad sketchy. Why are you passing notes in a, in a, in a bank That's typical robber behavior, but if I'm not mistaken, he also like showed his ID, right? Didn't have a weapon, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't understand where the threat came from outside of him being a black man, you know what I'm saying? And also too, like, man, we, we hurting out here. We're, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Inflation is at all time high. Gas is like four or $5 a tank. Like people are hurting, Right. So, yeah, as somebody that's probably extremely rich, if he goes to the bank teller and I see them pulling out the money counter like a rap video and just thumbing through hundreds and putting all this money in the bag, that makes you an instant target, which makes me think, like, dude, why didn't you have somebody else do this for you? But I guess if you're taking out that much money, you have to. I don't know. I don't understand what you need the cash for some, none of my business, because in America, you still should have the ability to withdraw as much money as he wants to out of his account without being mistaken for doing something nefarious. So thankfully, this didn't go sideways, but man, he gave his bank card and his California state ID. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's crazy. So
1: as the resident former bank teller, it's a couple things here. That uh, that when I seen the incident uh, and the pictures and stuff like that, that come to mind first. Um, anybody that comes in with sunglasses, a hoodie, a skull cap, and a mask, black or white, you're automatically going to be a little bit suspicious. As far as the, you know, count the money in the back. I mean, they're not going to pull the money counter up to the front and count it anyway. They're typically going to go to the back. Uh, Furthermore, I used to work for Bank of America. Um, They are already going to have the $10,000 pre-wrapped and they'll have a $2,000 pre-wrapped. So you wouldn't really have to worry about them counting the money because the money's probably already been counting this morning, that morning. But typically they're going to give you pushback on even giving you that much money without making a call in advance anyway, just because, you know, the banks, they try not to really, they have only so much money per day. Um, And so it kind of makes it hard. So it's a really unfortunate situation. I mean, the fact that he wasn't from there, that's probably not his local bank. If he has a California license. Um, It's a lot of different things that could have happened, could have went different, could have been handled different. But, I mean, the teller has to be fired for that at the end of the day. Um, The note thing can be scary because that is like, I I guess people, they get it like misconstrued. A lot of the times you think, oh, a bank robbery happens. People come in, guns are blazing. No, a lot of times they do pass a note. And, hey, you know, I have a gun. Put X, Y, Z in the bag blah, 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 and they might pass another note, take the money, and go. So, I mean, this person, I don't know what race they may have been, but they might have been spooked anyway receiving the note. It's just this...
0: Oh, wow.
1: She she need to be fired. She's tripping. Yeah. Even if she wasn't black, you need to be reprimanded anyway, because it's like, if the person gave you the ID, and don't get me wrong, like, Atlanta is a high high crime area for scammers. Um, but you call your manager over, you get a, or your toss as they call it, t- tell our operations supervisor, get in a review, everything and do it. But don't sit here and lie to the man. Cause I guess they said that like a bank manager or somebody kept coming saying, Hey, she'll be right with you. You call the police, they get involved. They don't really believe that he's Ryan Coogler right offhand because he was like, Hey, Google me, blah, blah, blah. We're just thankful that it didn't become worse than what it was, but it's it's a lot of moving parts, and it. it's truly unfortunate. Like if it was me, I was a banker that worked at that location, I probably would have to, like, I wouldn't have called the police. Like if I would have seen some different things, I just would have made sure I'm reviewing it, make sure we got the cash, make sure that's the proper person, and probably would have asked for a second set of ID. Um, but I guess if
0: he hit the code, showed his ID, you know, why are you calling the police anyway? Yeah. Well, too, like I've flown during the pandemic <clears throat> when people actually hear about masks. Well, there's really no mask on mandates more, but still at the airports and like certain government facilities and hospitals, you have to wear them. But like even when you go through TSA, they say, hey, can you just pull down your mask real quick to verify that you're this person? He gave her the ID. He could have like, hey, can you pull your mask down real quick? And I, I feel like unless his facial hair was like super crazy or something like that, you should have been able to identify him like that. And again, I understand that most, like you're saying, bank rob- bank robbers happen with the notes. But I feel like those notes are also accompanied with the sentence saying like, hey, I have a gun. Don't yell, don't scream. Not like, hey, here's my ID. Here's my bank card. Here's my account. I even think they said the bank got a notification from his account. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're definitely doing a lot definitely put that man's life in danger for absolutely no reason. And you know, hopefully they have a uh, a training session where they they get that that figured out with those with those people. So shout out to him. Hopefully Black Panther 2 is fire, you know. I'm I'm excited for that drop. So um but but shout out to him, man. God bless Ryan Coogler. So one thing I want to talk about that wasn't really on the docket, just a side note. So Shout out to everybody on Instagram per usual. I'm up to 269 followers, right? Uh, I'm on my journey to 2,000 followers. So definitely if you hear this, if you're into Halo and video games, stuff like that, definitely throw me a follow. I always show support. I always show love because, I mean, it is what it is. However, you know, having taken classes about marketing or whatever, and just kind of messing around with Instagram and some of its features, um, just like other sites, Instagram has a promotions feature, right? Where you can like pay for like promotions or whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's like a, uh, yeah, definitely recast the shot. So there is a promotion feature on Instagram where you can kind of boost your post to kind of get your, your, your stuff out there. And I was like, you know what, let me try and see if it works. So on that specific post, I got, like, I got quite a few likes, right? I got, like, 50-plus likes. And uh, I had one guy, shout to Shades Understore Gaming Clips, who said, you know, don't waste your money on promo, brother. Don't do a thing. And I was like, you know what? Good to know, because, like, I'm new to, you know, the Instagram thing. It was like, you know, whatever. Let me try it out. See if it works. Which is cool. You know, he had very constructive criticism, which I appreciate. I'm still trying to figure out the Instagram thing, trying to master it or whatever. But here comes this other gentleman, uh, Goats in Lobby. right? So the picture I posted was me getting to the 100 tier level on Halo Infinite. Uh, pretty much me. You've completed the battle pass. If you play games, you know what I'm talking about. But there's nothing past hundred, So I've, I've pretty much done everything I can on that game for that. Um, so he also put L for the ad too. And I was like, yo, man, people been, you know, I was like, kind of LOL, you know, people been coming at me for doing this ad. Um, but you know, I didn't think it was a big deal. And then this dude was like, you paid money to have views. Sounds like a cry for desperation. So I blocked him after that. And not because I was in my feelings and I like that, but Twitter is a toxic environment. I didn't come to IG for that. And I don't have time for that foolishness, right? But also, too, like, people were like him. Even the other guy was saying, like, hey, the the promotion doesn't work. But, like, you saw my page because of said promotion, it didn't work. So, technically, it did work. Also, it was only, like, 30 bucks, right? Like, it's not, not that I'm rich or anything like that. But, like, that's a couple of meals at Burger King or something like that. And I was just like, I don't, I don't get what the, 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 the hate came from with that. Like, I don't know why that bothered that person so much. And I'm trying to improve, you know, what I'm saying my, my imprint, you know, in the matrix through the algorithm. And if it worked, it worked. If it didn't, no skin off my teeth. But, you know, you gotta do better with yourself, and, or whatever. And and like even the comment, like, oh, you pay for views. Was like, dog, I, I get views without paying for them. So, you know. That's, that's not what it is. and It also shows how much little people know about marketing, right? Think about your favorite you know, food brand, your favorite sneaker brand, your favorite video game, your favorite TV show, right? For example, and we've talked about this on a podcast before, Marvel movies. Marvel movies, they spend millions of dollars on marketing and advertising, right? Cool. Their movies do great. If Marvel did not spend a dime on marketing advertisement for, you know, Endgame or name any Marvel movie, they're still going to make a gazillion dollars. They still do it, though. McDonald's has sold billions of hamburgers, but they still put out commercials. Like, it's part of the game. Like, it is what it is. It's not a knock. You're not any better than somebody else if you don't use promotions, because professional issues promotions and i'm not a professional i don't have the type of budget that they have but if it gets you a little bit more exposure you know it can't hurt anything so i I didn't understand why dude was so pressed about me making an ad but i thought it worked i'll probably do it again it is what it is sorry not sorry so but yeah that was a kind of my little spiel my little rant if you want to call it that, but yes, Ghost and Lobby is definitely a a loser. He probably hates his life, so can't can't help that. It's none of my business. So shout out to him. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, that's that's it for Instagram. Uh, things are moving and grooving with that. Definitely uh, positivity, people always showing love. Definitely need to get on the game a little bit more. I've been kind of slacking. I haven't played Elden Ring at all this week, but, you know, whatevs. What else was there going on? Ain't really much going on. Uh, um, Yeah, Marcus said drop the Twitch. So I'm trying to work the Twitch thing, but I haven't got to that point yet. Like, I tried it today. There was a lot of echoing and all kinds of shit like that. And if I want to do Twitch, I want to make sure it's set up correctly. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with Twitch as far as like notifications and being able to interact with people in real time. I think that's what makes the Twitch experience what it is, not just me streaming. Like nobody cares. Like I'm over there getting clapped on the Elden Ring. Like there's nothing compelling or intriguing about that. But you know, I, I get together at some point, but. Real quick, I know we'll probably say this for next week, Marcus. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say anything, but I did see the Batman, so we'll say that for for next week. Uh, I, I do have some some commentary on it, but definitely, definitely an interesting, definitely an interesting flick to say the least. Um, I know there's a lot going on with the whole Kanye West, P. Davidson situation. Don't really care. Um, It's not not that important. I still haven't listened to Donda 2. I don't have a stem player, but you know, I've heard mixed reviews about it. But uh, for the music I listened to this week, and I guess my, my song of the week, if you haven't listened to it, a lot of people don't really rock with this crew, uh, which I don't understand. If you enjoy hip-hop, if you enjoy high-level rapping, high-level lyricism, um, definitely check out Benny the Butcher's Tenetalk 4. Uh, my song of the week is going to be uh, back to X or back to back, Benny the Butcher and God Cooks, great song. Uh, the the album starts off with Johnny P's Caddy with J Cole, which is a super strong song. Um, the Ten More Crack Commandments is really good, but back to back is my joint. And it's I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like god had a feature on Two Changes album, and they had another feature I think with French Montana. And this is one thing that he might need to figure out. But to me, when he's not with like the Griselda camp or with that style of production, he, he don't hit the same. So I don't know if that's, you know, maybe the other people outside of his camp are trying to force him to do things he's not natural with or maybe rap a different way or rap a different style. But he, he does not sound at, like the same caliber of artist when he's not with his people. But. You know if that's the case, then stick with your people and give us more fooling albums or give us more projects West Side and, and them boys out there with risotto. So um also uh cool kids before shit got weird. That's another great album as well. So definitely check that out. It was kind of long, but it it flowed pretty well. It didn't seem like it was a long album. So um I know me and uh <laughs> tech were talking about this, but check out that Kodak Black back for everything. Kodak got some joints on as much as people love to hate Kodak Black, that he's probably my my guilty pleasure of uh, artist because he us a little joints.
1: Yeah, I was just actually listening to that Usain Boo on that uh, album where yeah. he redid that uh, DJ Chipman that on and on and on it. And, and I know we um we used to dance to that when we used to juke or whoop to it back in the day. So I definitely check out that. My song of the week is actually gonna be Gucci Mane, uh, publicity stunt. Uh, The song where he was dissing NBA YoungBoy. Gucci Mane, I just—I mean, he just—I just don't know. Like, like he constantly ah. Gucci Mane for southern rappers is is literally like he has to be like a goat, like for real, because he constantly reinvents himself. He constantly finds new talent. Um, he's always working with new talent, putting new folks on. And it's like he comes out on this song. He's rapping at a super high level. Um, And I know a lot of people, they disrespect the South and say this or this, that and that. But Gucci, Man, Gucci Mane can actually rap his ass off when he's motivated. So definitely high-level rapping here. Um, the video, as always, like it, it's like an ode to uh, Lemonade in the end where he's saying, I, I thought you felt like Gucci Mane in 2006. Uh, but it's just him rapping, doing his day-to-day chores, cleaning his pool, pumping some gas, just doing what he does, and he's just rapping at a high level. So that will be my song of the week this week. Um, I look forward to any recommendations from anybody that they give me. This week, I've actually started my journey into King Von. Um, so I've been kind of kind of listening to King Von a little bit. I'm vibing with it a little bit. Um, it, you know, with music and especially at our age right now or in the, at the age that we're in, like you can listen to a new artist that you've never heard of before and then just be put on totally different things. So um, if anybody has any, you know, comments or selections uh, that they'd like me to listen to, definitely add tech Messiah and uh, I'll take a look at it. Take a listen.
0: Yep. uh, Definitely. I know my song of the week, like two weeks ago was like uh, master of puppets by Metallica. And I randomly heard somebody singing the song and I was like, oh, I know that song. You know what I'm saying? So definitely don't feel like afraid with music to step out of things you're used to. You know what I'm saying? If you, all you listen to rap, you know, definitely maybe check out some country music or some R&B or some jazz. You know what I'm saying? Like rap pretty much pulls from everything. I mean, you could probably even say now country music with uh, Little Nas X, but I mean you will definitely appreciate other genres of music by, you know, listening to rap and just to give you something different. Sometimes ain't shit popping in rap music sometimes you need to take a break and do some other things. But other than that, that's all we got. Appreciate y'all for listening. Definitely uh, subscribe on iTunes. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram. As of today, I am at 269 followers. So hopefully I can uh, eclipse that 300 mark this week. Uh, Appreciate the support. We out. Peace.